Hello. Hello, Kukwa. Hello, Kujo. Welcome to um, the another episode of Crack Power. Um, we are online and we are live. Yes. Wonderful. Um, this, this is a Q&A session from mm. our previous episode where I talked about how to become a software entrepreneur. So right. we are inviting you to, so that you can give us your um, comments and your questions. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Kojo. I really enjoyed your last episode on software entrepreneurship, I must say. And um, it stirred up Thank some you. questions in me, and I'm hoping I can use this platform to answer, well, to ask. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yes, yes. It went, the line went down, but you are back online. Oh, okay, yes. yeah. Oh. I had an incoming call, so let me just uh, put this okay. away. Okay, there we go. All right. Okay, Kojo, so um, I have three questions. Um, the first question I'd like to ask says, what career or growth opportunities are available for someone who may not necessarily have a desire to code and or does not have a software engineering background, but desires to transition into the tech space? Okay, okay, thank you very much. That's a very legitimate question. I'll begin by saying that um, in, the, in, the, in the tech space, not everyone is a programmer. And let me use a very simple example. If you have, a, let's say, a cleaner in a tech space, he, he doesn't have to be a programmer to be a cleaner in a tech space, which, which means that there's a whole supply chain in the tech space. We need marketers. We need marketers who can market software. So all they have to do is they have to learn the rudiments of selling software as compared to maybe selling drinks, right? Or marketing other products. We need um, project managers who mm -hmm. know the meaning of starting a project, crashing a project, uh, project resources, follow-up, deadlines, um, reassignments of personnel. We need people yeah. who are project managers. Then they have to take one or two courses that are related to tech, which I will mention in the course of our episodes, right? Mm. We need um, financial accountants who are financial accountants, but then can do some studies in the tech space to understand how the revenue models of tech companies and how they can make it more profitable. So we actually need the whole gamut of um, um, professionals in the tech space. But because we are starting with a core, that is the software engineers. That is why um, the other recording made it sound as though the only software engineers that we need in building uh, a software company. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Now, you mentioned about project manager. And my understanding is a project manager is an overseer of the entire process of whatever product is being churned out. Now, must that person, someone in a managerial position like a COO, operations manager, project manager, necessarily know how to code or know the technical aspect of developing software? Thank you very much. That's a, another good question. Uh, let's start with the project manager and now move to the CEO. Okay. A, a project manager need not know how to code. A project manager need not know how to code. And, and from my experience, I have seen non-coding 
project managers supervise very impressive projects. Very wow. impressive projects. Yeah, I've seen. And, and myself, um, as a project manager also, I realized that most of my very good projects, I didn't code. Mm. Like, for instance, a mobile app. I, I didn't code. I didn't code it. I didn't do any form of software engineering. I just followed up. Oh, let's add this feature. Let's add that feature. So for being a project manager in a software um, space, you don't have to know how to code. Mm. Yeah. It, but it's good you broaden your knowledge. Mm. Now, being someone who knows how to code and also work in roles as project manager, I can say that the advantage coding gives you is that it enables you to speed up the work mm-hmm. and it also enables you to get quality work mm. because then you can ask the, the software designers and the software engineers what technology they are using and advise them right. that you know, they shouldn't use this. This would delay the project. They should use that. That's the advantage I would say coding brings to project managers. Mm. Yes. Let's move to the CEO of a tech startup. Does it see? Oh, oh, it's actually C. Well, it's COO, right? So chief operations, not necessarily uh, the CEO. Okay. Right? Chief operations okay. officer, COO. Okay. 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 So let's move to the COO. Um, the COO doesn't need to know how to code, also, okay. just like the project manager. Yeah. But just, I will advise in Crack Power, I will advise that. Um, the CEO and the COO know how to code. Mm. Yes. Because um, we are talking about building Africa, right? We are talking about um, building. So the top um, tier will have to be builders themselves Mm. so that they can serve as leaders and lead from the front. Yeah. Lead from the front. So it's just a convention that we want to use in the crack power um, ideology that the CEO and the COO must know how to code. Mm. Yes. yes. Okay. And you know, um, we are going to introduce a programming um, course and a programming mm-hmm. group. It's all part of the craft power. So um, we are going to introduce people to programming, people who have no experience in programming to program. Yes, we have a platform called Protocode that introduces mm-hmm. non-programmers to programming. Wow, in just about lovely. two weeks. Yes, in just about mm. two weeks. So um, it's not that difficult. And you don't have to be a hardcore, hardcore programmer, but at least as a CEO, <laughs> you, should, you should know how to code. That, w- okay. that will help you. Yes. Yeah. So in your, I remember in the software entrepreneurship, you talked about the different stages, beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Would you yes. say the COO would be okay as a beginner? The COO, I think... Um, hmm. It's a very difficult question. Um, <laughs> okay, so let, let me put it this way. The COO can be okay as a beginner. However, the COO should learn the whole life cycle of a software product. Okay. Should learn all the different stages of a software mm-hmm. product, the whole um, process of developing software. For instance, right. you, um, there are different approaches. We have the agile approach. We have mm-hmm. the, um, the old um, waterfall. We use a combination of the okay. two. The COO should understand that model of developing software. You know, mm. we, we have been successful in developing software from scratch. So we mm. have the design, the requirement design. We, we have a document where we do the software requirement design. 
where we write what the software is supposed to be. Then we, we draw, uh, we model it using mm -hmm. graphics. Right? Then we, we discuss it, we brainstorm. Then we start the implementation. So the COO should understand the full state right. of software right. engineering. Not necessarily software coding, but software engineering. That is mm. building software, yes. Okay, that makes a lot of sense, um, which leads me to my third question. I kind of feel like you've answered a little bit of it. Um, okay. This question says, what steps do you recommend such an individual who knows nothing takes in order to succeed in a tech or software entrepreneurship environment? Right. Um, so if I were to coin an answer from the things you've said, that would be at least at the very least make an attempt to be a beginner programmer. Right. And then yeah. also try and broaden yeah. your scope with regards to the technologies. Um, does that accurately yeah. answer or is there any other thing that we can add to this? The biggest is knowing how to sell. Mm. That's the biggest. Um, wow. You know, my background, I have um, a background in um, accounting and finance. Mm. from the ACCA. Yeah. So um, you, well, the biggest thing you need as a mm -hmm. tech entrepreneur or what I want to call software entrepreneur is the ability to sell, mm. the ability to make money, the ability to understand what the business model is, the ability wow. to create um, a model that brings in cash flow. Mm. So that you see your product, uh, just a, you see what you are offering as just a service and product, and you see the alternative products that you have in the market and what value your product can give and the mm -hmm. money you can generate from that product. That's very important without, because without that, you are just doing a hobby. You are not actually building a business. Wow. So if you ask me, that's the biggest um, skill that you need. Yeah. And you that's remember, a, that's a tough scale anyone can build, not necessarily even exactly. without being a programmer. You, it's, it's essential. Exactly. When we started selling our accounting software, I had a lot of people saying, oh, but there are other accounting systems on the market. So how would you sell yours? And I realized they didn't really understand business model, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have to look at the gap. You have to understand yeah. whether there's a gap. And we found a gap. After doing bookkeeping for companies, we found that there was a gap. And you fulfill that gap, then you cash in on that gap. So you, it, 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 that's where you need the most. You need to understand how to identify a market need, and mm. then have the crack power to build the solution mm. to fulfill the market need. Have wow. the crack power to build the solution. That's where the development comes. The yeah. software development comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a very, very good point. And thank you so much for- You're for most welcome. Steps. Wonderful. So that's all the questions I have for now. I'll certainly check in again. Um, thank you very much. Questions. Thank you very much. Um, and we are most grateful to have you on Crack Power. And we know we'll see you soon. Thank you very much, Kujo, for the opportunity. Thank you too. Bye. Bye.